Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. You can follow the Optimal Performance Podcast on Instagram at, well, Optimal Performance Podcast, and you can follow my personal account at Real Sean McCormick. Thank you for listening. You know, I know so many of you listen to every single one of these episodes, and so many of you have reached out um, over the past like couple of months and um, and just said hey and asked questions and actually I've I've gotten a couple of really great uh, suggestions for guests and uh, you know before I was the host of this podcast I was a listener of this podcast and uh, I know how I've been on both sides I guess is what I'm saying and uh, I want you to know that you patronizing the sponsors of this podcast really actually make this podcast happen they it allows me. Um, to receive money from these sponsors that sponsor this podcast that can help they can make this happen every single week so if you please if you would please go to optimalperformancepodcast.com forward slash products and get some sweet discounts and support this podcast uh, we've got blue blocks which as you know already because i've talked about it a thousand times is my favorite wearable biohacking equipment it's absolutely insane it helps my sleep we also have CBD products, discounts on um, uh, C60, the X3 bar, uh, Shilajit, coffee, uh, EMF protecting underwear. I mean, just like so many great things. So many, so many cool products at optimalperformancepodcast.com forward slash products. So go check that out and then uh, follow me on Instagram too. Uh, I'm, I'm a little more, um, well, uh, I'm a little bit more opinionated on Instagram. And um, so follow, follow me there. On today's episode, we're joined by Jeffrey Cole from Pathwaves. This is pretty fascinating stuff. This is all about the brain. This is all about consciousness. And what Jeffrey Cole has created is using a neurofeedback program along with some practical psychology that allow people to literally program their consciousness. And he uses neurofeedback and neurofeed forward to adjust the neurofeedback process in order to um, stimulate new states of consciousness. Really fascinating. For all you um, you know, brain freaks out there, this, you're going to love this episode. Here's a couple of quotes. It's about increasing awareness and to hack into whatever mind state you want. We are truly synapse hacking, consciousness hacking. I help people get 20 years of therapeutic change in two weeks. I'm going to say that one again. I help people get 20 years of therapeutic change in two weeks. He explains how he does it. He explains how he uses some practical psycho psychology um, applications in this to help you um, get neuroempowered. Um, we talk about Jungian cognitive behavioral therapy, Buddhism, Taoism, 12-step program, life coaching, neurolinguistic programming, in, in addition to the neurofeedback and neurofeedforward to help you change, literally change your consciousness. This is a really cool episode. As you, as you, as you know already, I've gone through a, a number of neurofeedback sessions on my own, and I really enjoyed it. It helped me sort of um, widen my scope for myself and, and helped me fine-tune some, some of the things that were kind of getting in my way. 
you're gonna you're gonna really love this. Um, Jeffrey Cole is super interesting to listen to. He's really clear and he's polished, and so you're gonna you're gonna love the content he brings to you. Before we jump into the episode, again on the note of supporting our sponsors, uh, Blue Blocks really are incredible. And uh, for those of you and me who have been staying up late at night, just doing whatever we do at night after the sun goes down, you have to have some way to, to protect your sleep. And I've said it over and over again that sleep is one of the most important things that we can protect right now because we're all super stressed. We're all redlining. We're all super uh, fearful, frankly. And, and if we can't recover effectively, if you can't get full deep sleep, you know, get your, get your three or four REM cycles at night. If you're not getting that much, you're you're really doing yourself a disservice. You're you're keeping yourself from being able to recover so that you can like just just be normal, like not even optimal, but just basic. Um, so go to blueblocks.com and use the code OPP for 15% off. And I would really, really suggest that you check out the Sleep Plus classes because they're uh, they're they're great for sleep. You can also get the summer glow glasses, which are are um, yellow tinted. They use color therapy and they help um, uh, protect your eyes from blue and green spectrums, uh, the right kinds of blue and green spectrums during the day. They also make some for kids. You can also get them in prescription. So if you're like, nah, I use you know I wear contacts. Uh, well, you can get these in in prescription form too. Also. If you're working from home, which obviously you are, most likely, um, you can get the um, blue light glasses, which help uh, help protect against computer screens. So if you're staring at screens all day from working from home, you can block that gnarly blue light. Uh, so go, again, B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com and use the code OPP for 15% off. Secondly, Natural stacks, natural stacks, natural stacks. You know, you have heard already that vitamin D is critical for people's resilience against the coronavirus. And um, if you're not outside much, uh, getting natural vitamin D from the sun, you should go get some vitamin D3 from natural stacks. Natural stacks makes um, open source supplements that are third party lab tested with ingredient traceability. What that means is they know where this comes from and it's high quality. They're all tested. So go get some vitamin D3. Go to naturalstacks.com and use the code OPP20 for 20% off. That is not, I mean, that's a that's a f- pretty sizable discount. Um, pick up some other stuff while you're there, but really like you should have some vitamin D3 in your body right now. Okay, thank you everybody for listening to this intro and I'm really excited to bring you, ladies and gentlemen, G. Cole from Pathwaves. And we're here with Jeffrey Cole, the founder of Pathwaves. Jeffrey, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thank you so much, Sean. It's just really, I, I got to tell you, it's such a pleasure to be here and talk to somebody who really understands what we're talking about, you know? Uh, it's just exciting to talk to brethren when uh, who have an understanding and are in the flow with me. So I'm really excited about talking with you. Yeah, I try. I, I'm, um, me and the audience are fascinated by the brain, how it works. We still know so little about the mind and the brain and how things work. Um, have you always been, you know, sort of a brain geek? Have you always been just fascinated with the brain? Were you that kid, like, you know, daydreaming in the back of the classroom, thinking about what 
how how things think and why things are the way they are? No, not at all. I, uh, you know, I was a uh, a bit of an athlete uh, growing up, and uh, I played water polo internationally, and and uh, you know, I was ranked in the country pretty high, and I, uh, you know, was involved really in, in a lot of hedonistic activity and lived my life to the fullest. I loved to ski. You know, I did uh, a lot of hiking and, and surfing and diving and spearfishing. And, you know, just very involved with nature and athletics and, and people. And uh, I got into, I got a degree in risk management, got into health management. And so it was really in the late 20s and 30s that I got involved in, the, in the, our health. And when I found out, one of the first things I, I realized was that the medical system just wasn't working. And, you know, I'm 57 now. So that was, that was 25, 30 years ago. And I don't really think it's improved much. Uh, and so I've just been on this track to really hack into a functional awareness of health and how to really optimize our ability to live life at the healthiest level possible. And, uh, you know, at the end of the 90s, I started to create a system that would uh, really monitor how the health system was working for people and then report which doctors were doing the best job they could. And uh, the doctors in the hospitals didn't like that. And, and mm. soon, you know, I had a lot of problems. And so I, I transitioned into really helping people be in charge of their own health. And uh, with that, I got involved with, uh, I moved really, I was in health management for companies. So we started to do health fairs for all the employees and I would quantify their health. And then we would implement uh, health promotion programs to elevate everybody's health. So I wasn't, this is again at the turn of the millennium and I was in health promotion. I wasn't just in health prevention, right? I don't want to just prevent stuff. I want to be positive. I want to be active, moving in the right direction, not trying to avoid the bad stuff. And uh, that's really what got me going in this field. And then I, um, I realized that, you know, medicine was just looking at medicine. It wasn't really looking at the psychology. And the psychologists were really looking at the psychology, we're looking at the medicine. And, you know, we are both. So if we're only looking at one side, what the hell are we doing? And so I, that's where my journey began, was really in 2000, 2001. I started to really study psychology. And then in 2005, I found neurofeedback. And I began to integrate psychological protocol with neurofeedback protocol. And from that, I built our system of neuroempowerment. And I've created NeuroFeed Forward, which uses neurofeedback loops to create synaptic connections that we don't have. I don't want to keep going backwards. Yeah. Forget that. I want to move forward. And so that's why I created this process of neuroempowerment, which is, includes NeuroFeed Forward. And really what we're doing is we're integrating at the highest level Psychological techniques with neurofeedback techniques. Uh, I, I, I want to dig into that a little bit because I obviously I want to I want to dive into the tech and the systems and the way that you do what it is that you do. Um, but I, I'm I'm super curious about what sort of psychological techniques you're talking about. Are we talking about like Gestalt therapy, or are we talking about you know Jungian um, you know paradigms? Yeah. Like, what, t tell me a little bit more about how the psych wraps into it. 
All right, well, I've kind of taken a collection of a lot of them, <laughs> and I brought it all together. Uh, but we are very Jungian, uh, Freudian Jungian. Uh, you know, cognitive behavior therapy was really the basis I began. And uh, I brought in you know, Buddhism, brought in Taoism, brought in uh, the, the 12-step programs, and uh, a lot of life coaching techniques. So I've really incorporated what works the best for our system. And what we are really doing is when people come into my office, uh, the first thing we do is an, you know, an intake assessment of their neurological activity. And so you know, a lot of people are talking about the brain, which is, to me, I mean, it's very limiting because the brain is just part of the central nervous system. You know, our brain and our spinal column, the nerves in our spinal column are all one unit. They're all part of the same kind of cavity. They're all using the cerebral fluid, in the spinal cerebral fluid. So there isn't really a big uh, differentiation. You know, you talk about neuroplasticity, and that's where they talk about it happening. But you're growing nerves in the rest of your body. And so neuroplasticity is happening in your body. It's just not the same process. And it takes a little longer. And so after, I've been studying both sides of the equation. So if I get you to start to think yellow all the time, I've been studying using the neurofeedback equipment, the actual neurological changes that take place in your system. And then I you know, incorporated that to create a system of transformation. Hmm. I, might have, I might have said too much there, but. No, uh, you, no, you're good. No, I'm, I'm tracking with you. And, and um, I, you know, any, any sort of, anything that's productive in, in getting the most making improvements in our life has to come with like behavioral change. So it's not enough to know what your heart rate is doing. It's not enough to know how many steps you took. It's not enough to know how many REM cycles you got from your aura ring while you were sleeping. It's like, okay, what behaviors are you changing to improve your life? And it sounds like, uh, it sounds like that's where, I mean, we're talking, I mean, when you say, you know, Taoism and the 12 step program, that's really interesting to me because that, and especially like, obviously, since I'm a life coach, the life coaching modalities, uh, the, the tools and techniques, um, I suppose there's some NLP, you know, sort of peppered in there too, of you course. know, like I, I, I want to get granular because I, I, I really am fascinated by it because it doesn't really matter to know that it doesn't really matter if, if this one brainwave happens while you're doing this thing. It's like, what can you do with that information? So take, take me there a little bit. Like, where does this, where does it really go? I, I, Sean, that's brilliant. That is brilliant. It was a great, great question. So I, um, a lot, well, when I was studying all this stuff, one of the great tenets that I learned was that we have a natural reset. And I was looking at that and it just didn't work for me. And so I had to dive deeper, all right? And so um, a lot of what I studied was research studies of how to hack into the body to change how the mindset was functioning. And what I realized was it really should be the other way around. If I can change the way I think, feel, and function and treat my body appropriately, my body's going to make all the necessary changes, Right? And so what was missing was, you know, if you look at the physiology, it's kind of simple. You can just kind of break it down and have a process of analyzing all the parts of the body to be able to put you through a system to really get yourself physically fit. Well, that doesn't really exist for the mind. Hmm. 
And so that's what I set out to create. Hmm. So I wanted to be able to have a homogeneous sample pool, right? So I had to have like units to be able to study the data. I'm a very, I'm a data scientist guy. And so to do that, you know, I, I had to develop a standardized psychological protocol. I say psychological, but again, it mixed in everything we've already talked about. And so when people would come in, I would just do an orientation and say, look, you know, we're not medical. I'm not going to do anything to you. What I am going to do is help you have a whole new outlook on life and a new design for living, which is a big 12-step statement, right? Now, people who don't know 12-step don't know that. So they're like, wow, that's brilliant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I start that with an orientation saying, hey, you know what? Your nervous system keeps track of everything that ever happens to you and really shapes your world based on that. And your sensory processes, in other words, the part of your nervous system that is sensing what's happening in your life is taking all that data and giving you the data based on that. So you're predisposed to understanding what's happening and it actually starts genetically. Hmm. And if you look at epigenetics, that could go back seven generations. Right. You know, and you didn't know my parents. I mean, I, my parents were messed up people. My dad was an alcoholic and, you know, it was a mess. And so, you know, when I got into that reset, I kept resetting to a messed up situation. Yeah. So I wanted to understand what it looked like. And so my first phase is the assessment. And I've done enough correlative analysis where I've actually created a numerical scale of states of mind, you know, like a thermometer. You know, freezing here in the States is 32, in Germany it's, it's zero, right? Well, I've created a, a, the scale for states of mind, and it's based on your neurological alignment for different states of mind. So hmm. anxiety, stress. Based on my assessment of your neurological alignment, your number goes higher and higher. I've also been able to look at that alignment and look at the blockages. So if your unconscious has a predetermination that it's got to be worried all the time, it's going to cause you anxiety, I can read that and that goes into the numbers. Hmm. So you get to see how much resistance you have in the different layers of your psyche. Hmm. So in the unconscious, the subconscious, so the unconscious is processing all the neural, all the sensory information and processing you know, all of the 12 systems of the body, okay? The uh, subconscious is basically assessing how important that stuff is and giving you emotional responses to it. And then in your awareness, the consciousness, you're, you're taking in the data and figuring out what to do. And the biggest culprit that takes everybody off track, you probably know the answer, is fear. But there's lots of different kinds of fear. And uh, so what we've done is I've created this path to break down those fears, use the neurofeedback to teach you with the neurofeed forward to create the neuroactivity to minimize fear. Because hmm. what's happening, well, you know, one of my little spark messages I like to say is I use the music of your mind to transcend your animal instincts. Hmm. Right? Because we're fear-based 
pack animals. They call our packs tribes. We're a tribal people. Why are we a tribal people? Because it's safer. And I got to tell you, 90% of the people who come into my office are running at 80 to 90% fear levels. We help them lower that to 25% and fill it with love. Hmm. Love for love for life, love for family, friends, and, and what they do. Uh, I help people repurpose their lives in self-care and filling their purpose. And that's all involved in my process. Wow. I, while we're going through the process, you know, if I, if I walk you in a room and I walk 20 people in a room and I tell you, I put a stop sign in the room, you, everyone's going to have about 80% the same neurological patterns or response to that stop sign. And so I did something like that, but on psychological, not stop signs, to develop this process. So in between each session, I know how much neurological change you should have at each level of your mind because we're being very precise with the neurofeedback, neurofeedforward, for the levels of the mind that we're clearing out fear and replacing it with love. And so I look at the brain waves and analyze them between each session and adjust each session accordingly. Now, if I'm adjusting the neurological entrainment, I'm also going to have to adjust the conversation because we're integrating everything. And I can tell in that first assessment uh, what kinds of fears you have that you still are affected by today that started in utero. So genetic and really got entrained and, and permanent in your system by age seven. You know, the psychologist used to say that by age seven, your personality is set, you can't change. And then by age 25, you're done. And I realized that's a, uh, you know, a synapse is the connection of nerves, right? And that's really an equation of your synaptic volume. You know, by the time you're seven, you have such a strong synaptic processing volume that whatever you do each day is going to have much effect just percentage wise and so I measure neuroactivity proportionately so I can tell when you look at a stop sign proportionally how much is unconscious how much is subconscious how much is conscious paying attention to the stop sign so when I bring up all the pertinent stimulus and triggers for all the areas of fear I now have a nice framework for the best way to respond at optimal levels based on how you want to respond. If you want to be a more of a feeling person, I have that formula. If you want to be more of a, uh, you know, I'm present, I'm on purpose, I'm going to perform at my highest level, I can make that happen. I mean, I can show you how to do it. You got to, with me, I don't, I don't do it to you. Uh, and so, I mean, the reality is, is we've broken the code to consciousness. That is a bold statement, my friend. That is a bold, bold statement. Uh, I mean, I, 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 um, I want to go deeper. Let's go. Let's let's go deep fast. <laughs> All right. So within each, let's. So so if somebody says, "Hey, I want to I want to be a better feeler," or um, uh, "I want to be a higher performer," like your examples, um, they'll come in and they'll do an assessment. They'll they'll you know the questionnaire which I'm sure is, you know, sort of custom and proprietary. And then, and then you'll go through these, these sessions. Um, I, I do want to, I do, yeah, I, I'm getting stuck up on the neurofeed forward term. 
Um, what is the distinction between neurofeedback and neurofeedforward? All right, great. It's a great question. So the technology itself, we put sensors on your scalp or we put a cap on your scalp with sensors in it. And we record, we do a thousand measurements per second to record your neural activity wherever we have the sensors. And uh, we do, a, uh, we assign a digital tone to each level of electricity you're creating. So one wave of electricity per second is a hertz, right? And we assign a digital tone. We, and people typically create up to 60 hertz. Some people do 70 or 100. But the studies on that are very uh, sparse. Uh, so we don't have a lot of information about the higher levels. So we assign a digital tone to each level. And as you're sitting there, whatever pattern you're creating between the sensors, we take the strongest pattern, record it, take those tones, and we play it back live time off the thousand measurements a second. So you're hearing the pattern that you're creating, which is why I said we use the music of your mind so that you can transcend your animal instincts. Then let's just say you want to be have less anxiety and we're shooting for 50% less. I program the computer to take your pattern and because we've been playing your pattern, your system, you know, your brain and your body know what tone is for what level of electricity. And it's like I went beep boop, beep boop, you know right away that's beep boop. Same thing for unconscious, subconscious, conscious. So your your, your system knows. So now I have a, a digital language to show your system a different pattern to process with. So I step it down towards 50% anxiety at 10% increments. So I show you your pattern, 10% less. Your pattern, 10% less. And I keep doing that until you get to 10% less. And then I keep showing your pattern, 10% less than that. And we keep moving down. And so that, the, the straight playing what you do your pattern back to you, that's neurofeedback. The 10% less is neurofeedforward. Mm. And then I show you what you're doing, that's neurofeedback, and then the neurofeedforward. Mm. Of course, at the same time that this is happening, my neurotech coach has come into, uh, is in the room, coaching you on how to create that mentally and using the breathing techniques and using psychosomatic triggers to create less anxiety. And also, a half, we, we spend a half an hour before you get on our equipment to understand what belief systems are causing you to have the anxiety in the first place. And how can we adjust these belief systems so that we'll have less anxiety? Huh. And so when you're, in, when you're in session, we teach you how to communicate with the unconscious to entrain the new belief into your autonomic nervous system at 10 to 100 times the speed you can do it on your own. Because we're doing this neurofeedback, neurofeedforward loop so fast. Okay, so. all right. So then, because that, yeah, that is, that is different than anything that I've heard, you know, to be able to be having, I mean, to be doing coaching or prompting during a neurofeedback session. So then it does, is is the element is the visual element that that's that's usually characterized by neurofeedback? You know, watching swirlies on a TV or watching a, a you know a, a show that you like, 
where, you know, the screen gets dimmer or louder or shrinks. Is that not involved in your process at all? Is, is, is the process specifically catered to your goal with a coach right there in, in lieu of that? Yes. Um, I don't do that at all. I don't, uh, well, first of all, uh, this is very, very important. Our nervous system, again, I'm talking about nervous system, um, which includes the brain. Our nervous system works differently when our eyes are open than it does when our eyes are closed. Okay, so when we do that initial neural assessment, I do one set of it, eyes closed, one set of it, eyes open. Because it's different. Hmm. The eyes closed shows us how you function just thinking about yourself and where you fit in. Hmm. You know, how you feel about you. When you open your eyes, you're now bringing in all the stimulus and your response and it shows me how you handle living in the world and dealing with the world outside. And so I don't want to do just eyes open or eyes closed. And so when we do eyes open, whatever you're seeing on the screen is your pattern in colors. Okay, so it's direct visual feedback of the levels of the mind not just feedback if you're paying attention. You know, those other systems you're talking about are great for focus and concentration, right? Because if you're not, it isn't gonna work. And you're like, oh no, I, I need to focus. Hmm. For me, you know, focus, not focusing is a symptom of an issue, right? And what's that issue? It's unconscious, it could be subconscious, or it could be conscious, fear. Right? I'm not focusing because I'm thinking that something else must be more important than what I'm doing. And the reality is, I want to be in charge of that. I don't want my unconscious interrupting that. So I want to be able to create alignment with whatever my intention is at all times. And so I will put a show on, if you want, that your intention is to align with that show. So I will do talks and you know, musical things that uh, bring in spirit. So I have people who, you know, I've helped people who, I, I, I had a really, really, really high performer came in and said, I wanna be woke. I'm like, are you sure you wanna be woke? Did they use the term woke? Did they say I wanna yes. be woke? Oh, wow, okay, yes. okay, okay. okay. Back it up. I was like, really? All right. Like, Do you realize that everything around you won't make sense anymore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and she said yes. And I'm like, okay. Uh -huh. and, uh, we we got her woke, and you, everything changed. You, you had know? her. You had her sign a waiver, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody signs a waiver. Yeah. Gotta, not just her. <laughs> being being woke. Being woke is not is not not all the rainbows and unicorns like like people think it is. Okay, so keep going. So she's she says I want to be woke. So what do you yeah. do with that? Where do you go? Where do you go with that? Well, I had her sign up for a six month program. Yeah. I did it. We did it. She's she's uh, right now. I mean, living an amazing life. Uh, but she was a, a high performer, and uh, she had her own advertising company, and just you know, really nailing it, doing great. She had a boyfriend for nine years. Uh, her relationship with her parents was like trash. It was horrible. And uh, now her relationship with her parents are great. She got rid of that boyfriend. And she's now, uh, her boyfriend is a shaman. And they're helping other people, you know, wake up the beauty inside and, and help that align that with nature. And uh, she's there in Costa Rica, you know, helping people 
you know, go to the next level like that. So, wow. yeah, I mean, it, look, it wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had, I really, it took us, it took me six months. You can't really do that. Well, you can. I mean, there are ayahuasca journeys that do that, but. Well, yeah, and those aren't really, those aren't really measured, and, and they're uh, a few and far between. Yeah, uh, I have a very precise, measured program for doing all of these kinds of things. Was that the Was that the most bizarre request that you got? I mean, did 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 you have anybody that asked that wanted to learn levitation or telekinesis or you know past life regression or anything like that? Um, I've had people ask me about that stuff and I don't do that stuff. I do. Um, so I, I did do a past life, but not like what you're referring to. I had three generations come in and I was able to track the, the, the genetic neural pass on, uh, but I wasn't really doing what you're talking about. Wow. You know, if, if you think about it, your nervous system is your whole understanding of the world and life. Mm-hmm. And if you're born with your mom's, I mean, up to seven generations, you're actually living life, their life. I mean, they gave you your understanding of the life. So to me, I mean, it all makes sense. Uh, I just haven't spent a lot of time on it. To me, what I want, I, my primary goal when somebody comes in my office is to understand how much neural activity that they're functioning with today that's being interrupted by their past, right? So they can be present and really be here and now and live life to the fullest. Yeah. And uh, so I help their nervous system reconcile all the past. And to me, I don't really care that much about the cause. Um, I do care about when it happened because that affects different areas of the brain, which affects different function, which requires different self-guided techniques, meditation, mindfulness techniques that we're teaching people, um, and Jungian, and some Buddhist and Taoist techniques to really apply and get the nervous system to embody so that they can live their lives being more and more in the present. Um, yeah, I don't know, I, I guess I can't really share uh, Forms on this on this application. I show you my neuropath quant. It's on my website. But. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did check out the, the images. Um, and, and you just let's just tell people where to go for so that they can look at it themselves. Uh, so the website is pathwayslife.com. Pathwaves like the path, better brain waves, and a better life. Pathwayslife.com. And um, you know, most of this information is there. Uh, I just did a uh, almost hour long Facebook live last night with uh, Anna Margarita Martinez, who was portrayed uh, not properly in the Wasp Network movie about the Cuban spy ring. And uh, we just had a great time talking about, you know, no matter how much trauma you've been through, because I mean, when she came to me, this is one of the stories you, know, you just mentioned that, you know, she came to me and she, she uh, she had been trying everything for 10 or 12 years, was just desperate and just said to me, you know, if this doesn't work, I'm done. Hmm. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm done. And uh, you know, she thought that I would, you know, do the suicide prevention protocol and do all that. And I'm like, nope, let's get started. Hmm. We got it. You know, and she's just, you know, 
her story is incredible. It's just been, I've got lots of those. I mean, I've had to get used to having miracles in my office every week. Yeah. So what, what is it, um, how did you, what was the moment at which you knew that you were really onto something? Because the, the level of preparation to combine all of these different modalities, to use neurofeedback, to um, innovate within neurofeedback, uh, and, and to combine that with all of these modalities that are my, I mean, that's my favorite shit you're talking about. Um, at what, what was the, did you, do you remember the moment where you said, oh my gosh, like this is really this is actually doing what I wanted it to do. So I, I would say it was about the middle of 2015. And um, I, I couldn't be in the office. I had staff. And they um, actually it was really, it began in 2013, but it happened again in 2015. And I I wasn't in the office. I had a client come in. My staff took care of them. I had them actually read to me what they saw on the brainwave maps. And I was able to tell them all about this person. Whoa. Right. And so I've been able to do that ever since. And at that moment, I realized, wow. And I you know, was able to walk them through each session because we had a, a standard protocol that we were following, you know, in subject matter and in mindfulness techniques and in, um, well, really, you know, Buddhist techniques and Taoist techniques that we were teaching. And I wasn't there for the process, but I'm looking at the brain waves. And I was able to uh, actually see them after the second or third day. And I was able to tell them remotely what was happening to this person without ever talking to that person. Like what? Like this person's um, hung up on their mom and um, and 10 pounds overweight and, and favorite color purple or like like what what I mean I'm super curious like what what can you I mean you're looking at lines that go up and down right you're looking at these wave forms yeah. Yeah. like what do you remember what specifically you were able to tell? Well I do this every day now but yeah. yes um, that one person, he it was a uh, a young man in like 24, and uh, in the first the first session is really an orientation, so you can understand that you can actually be in charge of how your nervous system works, and we teach a breathing technique, and we let you see the screen, and you can see that your nervous system is directly affected by how you're breathing, and so it's an orientation to how to start to influence your nervous system, and he did great that day, the next day. The session is really all about calming the fight, flight, freeze response because that's what blocks us from change, right? We like what's familiar. And when we start to get something that's not familiar, that we're not used to, we start to have those responses. So the sec I get you ready to change before we start to make change, mm. right? The third day, uh, I teach techniques to start to be able to be in charge of how you feel and how you sleep. Because what I had learned was, you know, that central nervous system, the brain and the spinal column can make changes really quickly. But then we go to sleep and the 12 systems of the body have to figure out how to support the changes we're making in the central nervous system. So the wiring to our body all starts to change and most of that happens while we're sleeping. 
And so on the fourth day when he came in, you know, he was reporting he felt great, things were a lot different. And I said on the phone, I said, he's not telling you something. Hmm. I can tell in his subconscious that he's holding back. He's holding back something he's embarrassed about that happened to him like a sexual abuse or a bullying. And so, I mean, that's what I could tell with that, that person. Um, but I can tell if, you know, there are mom issues, if there are dad issues or both. Uh, I can, and when I say that, it's really the effect that the belief systems that your mom and dad taught you affect your nervous system today. Yeah. That, that's what I can see. And I can see whether, you know, at age 12, you decided, oh, I'm not following that. I'm going to go be independent or you stuck with it. And so I can really kind of see when this really affected you, how much it's affecting you now and how much you reconciled it from age 12 to age 25. Right. And so, I mean, I'm able to say, well, you know, what's going on here is, you know, you're 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 still stuck on your mom telling you that, you know, kissing is a bad thing or, or whatever. Um, I can also, you know, the reality is, is I do the, the scaling of states of mind for decisiveness, for anger, for mood, for how well you sleep. So, um, how hard it is for you to go to sleep, the quality of your sleep while you're sleeping, because we sleep in cycles of rejuvenation, right? And so if you're not sleeping in through those cycles, you're not rejuvenating as well as you could. And then... The, if we're uh, if we're having interruptions to sleep, and so I can see from the different areas of the psyche, and nine out of ten times, that's a mommy daddy issue. Hmm. <laughs> now a lot of times it's genetics, so I I, I group that together because mom and daddy are genetics. Uh, so I had a really interesting uh, young man who had really really significant ADD, you know, and he was a college student, and, and you know I did his assessment. And I said to him, you had a traumatic experience in utero that happened multiple times. And it continued until you were about five. And at five, everything changed, but your system was trained by that time. So your system won't let you be at peace for more than a minute or two minutes because it's always on hyper alert. And he's like, I don't, you know, I don't know. And so we called his mom and his father was a doctor and he was in residency in a hospital in New York and they actually lived across the street. So whenever the sirens would come, dad would have to get up and leave the house. And they stayed there until he was five and he had a little brother who was born when he was two. And when he was five, his little brother died and they left. And so, I mean, all of this, you know, wow. how today it wouldn't let him focus and concentrate. It also made him constantly question what was wrong with him. Because he didn't know all that was happening, not because of him. It was happening because his parents was, you know, his dad was trying to become a doctor. Hmm. Had nothing to do with him, but his system internalized it all. Wow. And then when his brother passed, his system took on that responsibility. So he was just filled with anguish and anger with the fact that he couldn't concentrate. And so those are the kind of things. Now, I didn't know about 
you know, the hospital and the brother and the sirens, I just could tell from his system that there was something deep inside of him that wouldn't let him find peace. And when he didn't, when the interruptions to peace came with anger. So that's what I could tell. He, like, he had developed a habit of, of becoming anxious and then being angry because he was anxious. Right. He was angry because he couldn't live his life, but he wow. didn't know that. And so it, it, at 25, or I'm sorry, it was about 20, 20, 21, he couldn't live his life because of his own system. So at first the system was angry at the world, and now it's angry at himself and the world. So, I mean, he had depression, he had anger issues, he had ADD issues, he had everything. So, wow. And, and, and today the guy's thriving. I mean, he's in his 30s and doing really, really well. So who does this for you when you when you build the models when you when you create the the systems around how to do this I know that you I mean you, like any good n of one biohacker mad scientist uh, Jungian uh, <laughs> kind of guy like you I know you were curious I know that you were doing this yourself so who who coaches you during sessions or or have you or, or when was the last time that you did it. Uh. Well, yesterday was the last time I did it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the nervous system's always changing. And uh, we have all of our old patterns and our new patterns. And I've had a little bit of trauma in the last, uh, you know, the last couple weeks or month. And I was actually feeling some anxiety. And my sleep got a little bit worse, you know. And so I got back in there to train my system to function the way I want it to. Um, you know, there's a lot of neural activity, a lot of layers of nerves, a lot of layers of psyche. It's a really, really, really thick network. So for me, I always want to try to keep it progressing. And I've, um, I've had a lot of mentors in my time. Uh, and I still, you know, I, a lot of my friends are shaman and priests and, and you know, executive coaches and you know, next level uh, people. And so, I mean, I just have a fantastic, I feel so blessed, mm -hmm. you know, network of people that I, I pass ideas. And I'm a wide open book, you know. I, I'm human, sometimes I'm gonna feel sad and I'll be okay with it, or I'm gonna say, you know, screw that, I'm just gonna fix it. You know, because I can create how I feel. Uh, you know, that, that that brings up an interesting question for me. Um, I, hopefully, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> well, so far, you've been amazing. <laughs> I try. I try. Uh, so let's say what you just said was kind of interesting because what you said was, you know, I, I'm human and I can get sad and sometimes I'm sad and that's just that's okay. Uh, and other times, I want to just work through it to make sure that I'm not sad. With this ability, with this, I mean, what we're, what you're, what you have created, uh, sounds like a futuristic utopian sci-fi novel, and uh, in the best possible way. I mean that as a compliment. Thank you. And so, with this ability, with this technique, and these, and the technology, and the paradigm, and the systems that you've created, what? What if what if what if you're like processing yourself? Uh, what if what if you're doing so much work that you don't be that you're not sad anymore? Or does does is this some 
would a critic say, hey, you, why can't you just work through your trauma through your heart chakra and not through a bunch of electrodes uh, uh, or, or, you know, uh, neurosensors and coaching? Like, why, why, why is it not okay to be sad? Why is it not okay to be, um, to feel uh, insecure? You know, like, you see where I'm going with this? Like, if, if it can be trained out, it can, if it can be if it can be worked on and and adjusted, um, is that to say that that you are somehow like circumventing our own ability to like feel or or have problems? Do, do you see where I'm going with that? Yes. So, uh, man, that's a great question. It's it's multi it's multi level. It's very. Uh, one of the things I really like to say very often is I'm not going to tell you what's okay. <laughs> yeah, so all those choices, all those states of mind and ways of functioning and feeling you just described, what I say is I'm going to help you be in charge of whatever it is that you want and is not okay or is okay. Now, on the other side of the coin, you can also just let it flow, whatever it is. But all of that now is in your choice. So I'm not going to tell you, 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 sh- you know, you should never feel sad again. Or, or, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's a very, very important. And this is just for me. You know, I tell everybody, look, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, I call it neuro empowerment. I'm going to empower you to be able to influence and condition your nervous system at the highest level possible. And I'm just at the tip of the iceberg. Okay. I'm buying new systems now. So that I'm going to be coordinating muscular neural readings with the neural readings of the neurofeedback. And I mean, I'm moving forward and forward. I'm, I'm working with heart math and I'm working with respirometers and I'm working with temperature gauges and EMF training. And, and so I'm really, you know, really expanding all the integration so that we can really be aware. It's just increasing awareness and the ability to hack into whatever you want. Hmm. And for me, I love being able to feel my emotions because when I started on this little trek back in, you know, when I was probably, uh, 2000, so I was 37, 38, uh, I didn't know how to feel. And so now my emotions are like so important to me and I don't want to interfere with it. You know, however, I don't want them to define me. Yeah. Right. And so nowadays I'm feeling four to five emotions all the time and I'm just right. You know, and one emotion that I don't really feel very much anymore is anger. I just don't like it. (laughs) And I realized uh, for me, I had a lot of anger and it was for me, it was a, a, a mechanism of control. You know, part of our animal instincts is to define our environment all the time. And that's one of my biggest challenges that I still work on daily is getting my nervous system to stop defining what's going on. Because the reality is it it sucks at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Because your nervous system is paying attention to whatever your senses are bringing in, processing it, and then giving you the information a second to a second and a half after it happened. Well, that's, that kind of sucks. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. I get really live time, <laughs> but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I'm, I don't tell anybody how they should function. 
I do ask, is that how you want to be? Do you want to be happy? Yeah. Do you want to be angry? You know, for me, anger was part of me defining that things were wrong with other people and being mad that they couldn't do things the way I thought they should. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and who am I? <laughs> you know, I'm not God. So I, you know, for people who say to me, how do I get rid of my anger? I say, hey, look, just stop playing God. It's kind of simple. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one emotion that I don't feel very often. I do. I feel sadness. Um, I feel joy. Lots of happiness. You know, when people ask me how I'm doing it, almost every time I look at them and sincerely say I'm fantastic. Yeah. The, the awareness I've gained. I, I, I lived through seven years of depression. Every morning when I woke up, I was actually suicidal. I knew there was no reason for me to live. And that went back to some genetic issues I had. And, and you know, I was able to break it. I learned through the psychology study and all the studying I was doing to be able to be happy every night when I went to bed. And then I'd wake up suicidal. I'd be happy going to bed and waking up suicidal. And when I figured out, I mean, you know, it's not, you don't have to be a, a really genius to figure out there's a sleep issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> Something was going wrong in my sleep. <laughs> and so then I spent a lot of time analyzing sleep and learning about sleep. And uh, so that was the all other part of my journey. You know, you're going to be a busy, a busy guy, unfortunately, and f- fortunately and fortunately, because every we're going through this like global collective trauma right now right like we're we're maybe i i believe more than ever before in any time in history we're we're all going through this this traumatic event and regardless i've told everyone everyone listening knows my thoughts on it they know my opinion on what's going on and we'll keep my my thoughts on on everything out of it but <laughs> But there is going to be a massive need for people to, to, to own their emotions, um, to recognize their, their, their issues, and to take some steps to work on those if they choose to. And I wonder about... You know, not everybody's going to be able to get to your facility. Not you know, not everybody's going to be able to to do sessions with you. You know, for people who, what what sort of wisdom do you have to share with folks who kind of don't know what to do right now? And maybe they meditate and do sauna and yoga. Maybe they fast or pray or or you know take good vitamins and are kind of managing their stress, but not really. Um, what are some things or some resources that, that you have really been inspired by that, that other people might, might want to take a look at that can help them getting, get into a journey of, of, of taking responsibility and taking action on, on, on improving their, their brain? Wow. Um, that's a, that's another huge question, right? Um, so I guess it, yeah, I could, I could just lay out three kind of simple things. Uh, one, get rid of should uh, should be, just get rid of it. Um, there's no should be. Now, our nervous system at the lowest level uh, almost requires one. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you can get rid of that and do your meditation and speak to your nervous system like uh, the scared animal that it is and reassure it that, hey, you know, I live in the United States. I really have nothing to worry about. And... 
there's a fact that we should really talk about real quick. You know, uh, there's lots and lots of theories and studies that show that the energy you create attracts the energy you're creating. And if you're creating the energy of fear, you're creating the greater possibility of whatever you fear. And if you're creating the energy of fear, your nervous system is going to look at what's happening through the glasses of the perceptions of that fear. So even if whatever you're scared of isn't happening, your nervous system might tell you it is. Hmm. And all that time worrying about it. And so our, you know, our system's very, very, very impressionable. So, you know, guide your thoughts, get rid of should be, and know that the reality is if you just sit back and I have a friend of mine who loves to say, you know, anytime you reach a situation you're stressed about, sit back and levitate. And he's not talking physically. What he's really saying is get a higher picture. Go to 20,000 feet and look down. And you're going to see, hey, you know, you got nothing to worry about. Especially, I mean, if you and I are talking, we're talking on our computers, you know, we have our resources. Every need we have is met right now. So for survival reasons, for anything about survival, which is about 80% of what our nervous system is worried about, we have absolutely nothing to worry about. So all we're doing is hurting ourselves. So forget should be and move into, I love what it is. And when, if you can do that long enough, right? And then celebrate it. Wow. It really is good. Isn't it good? Mm-hmm. Uh, can you feel that? I mean, my nerves are just tingling. Yeah. Right? And the more we do that, the more we celebrate. You know, I walk around my office and I'm in a co-working space and, I, and I'm walking around and I go, yes! Yes! <laughs> you know, that's how we're reading to each other. Uh, you know, that co-working space has multiple offices around the country and our co-working space is the happiest in the world. <laughs> right? And so... Now, get rid of should be, enjoy what is, and celebrate. Feel the joy, and your nervous system will go, will start to function differently. Yeah. Now, that if you did that, you know, you had all these things going on, and it made, you gotta, you gotta stick with it, right? Because you have all your old patterns. You, this is gonna help you create new. It's like a neurofeed forward thing, right? You're going to create a whole bunch of new synapses that you don't have that are joyful and enjoying life and in the moment, right? Because what should be is based on your past. What is is based on now. So, you know, it, it may take you 15 or 20 years to get to the level that you can get to my office in a week or two. Hmm. That's really the power of what we're doing. With that neurofeedback, neurofeed forward, I help you speed up the process to be 10 to 100 times faster. And then I give you the tools and techniques to maintain it for the rest of your life. Yeah, let's talk about those because the the work that you're doing uh, with Pathwaves, you know, sort of like sets the foundation, makes the makes the brain change. Um, um, once Once they... Once they've gone through sessions, maybe it's two weeks, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's woke gal and she's there for six months. 
I, I think that's so awesome. Good for her. It was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so then like, every relationship you have is going to be gone. Yeah. You're going to be a weirdo now. Good luck being a weirdo. <laughs> She's like, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I got you all face. No, you're okay. Um, So then, you know, are are there are there brain training? Are there are there? You know, it sounds like breath work is a part of it. Maybe some affirmation. um, You know, positive positive psychology, those sorts of things. Um, How much of it points back to points back specifically to the awareness of the brain? Like what in between sessions or, or is it in between sessions or is it, is it after the sessions that they do with you that they have these tools and what are a few of those tools that you give people? So in the session, there's eyes open work where they're seeing their neural activity live time and we're explaining what they're seeing and, and they get to affect it. So it's live time. It's afterwards. It's, you know, basically all the above, but you have to come in. Now, I am doing a $5 million raise to create a wearable so that I can do this remotely. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on changing the world to be a love-based place, so uh, maybe I should do a, a Kickstarter or something. Yeah, buddy. Uh, so that's a big part of my process because, I mean, I've standardized everything so it's easy to automate. And that's really for the basic program. If you have to get in there and customize since the automated program will be analyzing the, the flow of the brain waves, I'll know when someone needs an intervention of a person so I can have the system call us in. So I mean, that's all part of what we're working on. That's very cool. Uh, yeah, but we're monitoring the neural activity pretty much the whole time. And we know, you know how it should be proceeding in accordance with our plan. And I just said should be. So what I really meant to say is what our intention is. There you go. For the brain waves in between each session. Got it. Good. So you can have a very intentional discussion. <laughs> how, you know, what do you want and here's how to get there or not get there and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, to me, the feedback of your neural activity, which I'm getting it from the scalp, so I am getting it from the brain. Uh, but it's flowing, you know, from your body in and out of your brain. So for me, I'm really paying attention to the complete nervous system as much as possible. Typically, when I talk about the brain, I'm talking about the conscious mind. You know, that's really the the control center for all the other control centers, for all the chakras, for the 12 systems of the body. Each 12 systems of the body have their own control center. So those control centers report to the brain, which is the control center for all of them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of our, what our breakdown is. Um, and it's, you know, to me, uh, every system is pretty much vital, you know? So like you said, the heart, I mean, it's huge. That's why we're, you know, doing the heart man. And I mean, you're, the endocrine system, I mean, everything, because yeah, we've got to get rid of the waste, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, I, I help people get rid of digestive issues all the time. You know, IBS, you know, forget about it. Um, you know, I, we're working pretty much on everything neurologically, and it all comes in and out of the brain. Sure. Right? That's the main control center. So I can see the kinds of issues that we're talking about because of the imbalances that are happening in the neural activity in the brain. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get that. Well, fire up that Kickstarter, man. I mean, the, 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 the if, you, if it does what you say it does, uh, and uh, even half as much – it's it's it sounds like some of the most innovative uh, applications of of 
of the, of changing the brain and changing your life that that I've that I've heard in a long time. Um, really, yeah, we're truly we're truly synapse hacking, consciousness hacking, yeah, and biohacking. So I'm, I'm, I got to ask, have you, um, have you ever done any with, uh, have you ever done any with psychedelics? Have you done one during a psilocybin trip or a mescaline trip or anything like that? I have not. I am open, willing. I've made contact with a couple people. Uh, I talked to a guy named David Campion who has a company that's working on all that kind of stuff. And we're, we're talking about it. I'd love to do it. Call me. Will you? I'll come, I'll, I'll come to Florida tomorrow. Yeah. Call me up. Well, I gotta I, on that note, you know, I help people get 20 years of therapeutic change in two weeks. So, hey, who doesn't want to come to Miami for two weeks? Yeah, you know? yeah. So, uh, you know, don't let where I am stop you. Yeah. Uh, but, however, I have done this with uh, Reiki Masters, Cranial Sacral, Acupuncture, and just pure energy healers. And so I've worked on a lot of different, uh, with other different modalities. I also was working with an integrative medicine doctor for a long time where we were testing hormonal levels and hormones are used to create electricity. So we were looking at the hormonal levels in comparison to the brainwave deficiencies. And then we were adjusting the nutritional intake to help compensate to build the brainwave patterns they wanted. Ah. And that was part of my process to realize that if I change how you demand what you want mentally, you're going to fix your hormonal balances anyway. So we kind of stepped away from that. Interesting. Oh, yeah. You're going to eat more intuitively and make better choices to to, to get the desired result. Right. Your system's going to push you into it. Right. As you get more and more aware, your system makes that adjustment. So I've kind of moved away from, you know, medications and those kinds of things. I fully believe that they will speed up the process, especially with people who have a big deficiency in some area of their physiology, which may have been caused by the psychology. Hmm. Uh, But if you have it that way for so long, then your body may have changed and not be able to fix itself. Hmm. And so at that point, then, yeah, I want to I got to learn more. You know, some of the ketamine studies show that specific neuropathic connections totally release all the past data that is traumatic. Wow. And so, right. So I want to coordinate with some of those studies. Right? Wow. To, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, I'm really interested. I mean, that's, I got a long way to go. A lot of stuff to do. You, you got know? a lot. You're going to be busy, man. You got to, you, you, you got to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I, I've got a couple more questions, um, and again, yes. I, I really I really enjoyed this conversation. This is um, fascinating stuff you're into. Um, wh- what do critics say? Uh, who? Wh- how do they try to uh, poke holes in it? What What sort of criticisms come, and and what do you say back to them? So I have not gotten a clinical study outside of my office. I am doing uh, objective measurements using EEG technology. So I'm like, look, I already have an objective measurement that's got a system that's tracking the data. I invite you to audit my data. I've had people come in and audit my data and they say, wow, your data is great, but it hasn't been put through a study. So you are not evidence-based. And I'm like, okay, well, according to science and medicine, I'm not evidence-based, but according to real life, I have the evidence, so I'm pretty much evidence-based. And so, 
that would be part of my Kickstarter. I mean, I have to raise a hundred thousand dollars to get somebody to do an outside study. Uh, that would be, I actually did have a student from new college in Sarasota come in and do a study on anxiety and it proved that my system uh, lowered the anxiety in five sessions for her, her friend group of 10 people uh, on average over 20%. So oh, that's uh, great. yeah, it was, it was really significant. Um, but I mean, if you were just to apply those three things I told you, it's going to lower your anxiety. So yeah, right. A, right. Lot of it's, a lot of it's techniques, but my system makes that faster. That's all. Yeah. So that's one. I, I had somebody come in and say, you can't do what you're saying. It just doesn't make sense that, well, I can't believe that many people get better. And I'm like, well, come in and talk to me. Let, let's look at it. You know, I don't know. If I'm doing something wrong, I don't know. I want to fix it, right? And so he comes in and, and he analyzes everything I'm doing. He looks at me and says, well, the only reason why it's working is because you're doing all the stuff you're doing. And I'm like, yes. Huh? Yeah. What? Because I don't leave it to chance. Yeah. I, I tell you something. I read your neural activity to see if you understood it. Ah. I, see, I see if you're applying it to your life because I have multiple sessions. Got it. And I'm telling you to do the homework in between. And so if you're not, I, I, I'm going to have a conversation with you. Like, what, do you want to be miserable? I mean, you know, yeah. this is what you, you know, I love the, I've done this my whole life. And I'm like, how is that working for you? you yeah, know? right. <laughs> that's why you came into my office. Yeah, that's why you're sitting here. Yeah, the other thing is, is that, this is one of my favorites. Uh, you can't do what you do because the mind is not a thing. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. It's just a concept. So when I say I've mapped consciousness, I'm doing a mind map. Well, you can't do that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so what do you want to call the, uh, the, the mental processing that I can tell you you're doing based on the brain waves that you're creating? You don't want to call that the mind? Then you're right. But I've actually created a framework of numerical data for the mind. So I've made it into something. Huh. I didn't really make it into something, but I, you know, I made it. I do have the numerical values that to me track mind states. So anyway, but yeah, that was one of my biggest criticisms I heard from a lot of the old school psychologists. They were just like, you can't map the mind. I'm like, Okay. Okay. Well, then, I, then what is this? What are these numbers? <laughs> what, is, what do you What do you want to call that? Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. So. Well, it's 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 really fascinating. I mean, uh, to, to you know, I, I've I've been through neurofeedback, and um, it, I I I felt different. I thought differently, uh, and I've you know I've got, you know. 700 hours in a float tank and 250 hours in ayahuasca and meditating since I was 12. And I've done a ton of this work on myself and, and it's, and it's, and I've been super consistent. And so I wasn't, I, when I went in and did my neurofeedback, I wasn't, I didn't have really have very high expectations, but what I found was that my ability to think forward for my life changed. Uh, and I'm a very forward thinking person. I mean, I, I, I just, I just, it's, it's an, that's one of my attributes, but this, this broadened my perception of myself. It really did broaden 
how I thought of myself and how I thought of my life in a really beautiful way. And I also had a really trippy psychedelic experience doing Alpha Theta, um, doing an Alpha Theta session and felt friggin' super strange and beautiful and, and gooey um, just doing an Alpha Theta session. Um, so I know, I, I know firsthand how this can work and how this can feel. And so I really encourage anybody who's thinking, man, nothing is working for me. I'm out of options. I don't know what to do. Like, think about it and get in, get, get in, get in contact with Jeff. Um, how, what's, you've already said the website, but what's, before I ask the last question, which is a fill in the blank, where can people follow you? Um, well, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, uh, Pathways Life, everywhere, um, and uh, LinkedIn, uh, at our website, and uh, YouTube. Uh, and I, you know, I, I finally hired uh, a marketing company in January, so I'm doing a lot more talking. Uh, if you go to our website, you can sign up for, I have a video series on, on neuroplasticity and the science behind it. Um, I don't get as deep into the science as I did here. <laughs> so, uh, and one thing I really didn't mention, which is I've really thought about right now, is that you know when you're doing neurofeedback, it's looking. I, I explained how it works. It's looking at the neural activity. What do you think guides that? What guides your neural activity that the computer is paying attention to? My brain. How you think, your mind. Your brain is just acting in concert with your mind, your hmm. brain, and your body, hmm. right? And so if I direct you how to think, then we're going to change how that neurofeedback works. Right. And so alpha-theta training is when, when I'm guiding you through an alpha-theta training, I have, a, I have a, one of my sessions that I used to call the 952, which is my internal code for the algorithm. And I had a client that went through it, just like you are saying, she came out and she looked at me and she says, you can't call that the 952. I'm like, what do you mean? She says, that was amazing. <laughs> so now I call it the amazing program. <laughs> and, uh, and actually, that's what I did yesterday. I did oh. a yeah, I did a combination of uh, calming the reactive uh, uh, of my autonomic nervous system, the fight, flight, freeze, with an alpha theta removal and then the alpha theta creation of nirvana. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good stuff. Yeah. You're right on point with that alpha theta training. It's good stuff. Gooey. It felt gooey. I was afterward. I, I just like well, I felt this before in a little different way. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I, I did. I took a video. Like I gave it. I, I was working with uh, Kiara Good um, at Seattle Neurofeedback. Um, she's phenomenal um, yeah, and she's like can i film you and i was like please do and she puts the camera on me i'm just like whoa whoa <laughs> yeah bring a little bit of the ken wilbur guidance with that uh, oh my gosh. oh my man well before uh I, I, this has been this has been phenomenal i'm so I'm, I'm so happy with with the different places that we went um uh, this is the last the last question, please. This this can be based on whatever it is that you know. It doesn't necessarily have to be specific uh, to any one thing and elaborate as much as you like, but please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing... What makes their nervous system function? 
how to condition it and train it to function the way they want. Mm. Which is living a neurally empowered life. And that's why we call our system neural empowerment. And uh, we have a 20 session path to neural empowerment that people can sign up for. And you can do that in 12 days because you can do two sessions a day. And, uh, you know, I'm helping people do that all the time. I got to tell you, I mean, oh my gosh, it's so nice. (laughs) I mean, I I, I giggle and, and, because I mean, I lived in depression and I just, you know, uh, I had to have two hip replacements. My body was falling apart. I mean, I was just, I went through a lot of hell. And uh, now, I mean, it's just, wow, wow. And I help people do that every day. Well, it's clear that you love what you do and it's clear that you're good at what you do. Um, Jeffrey Cole, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Well, thank you, Sean. It's been my pleasure, really. It's good to know you. I'd love to talk some more, maybe off camera. (laughs) Yeah. And scene. Click that 